Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hello. Hello. Hello and welcome to the IGN UK podcast. This is podcast 132 and it is uh, me, Alex. Back. <laughs> wow. It's been so long since I've been, in, been on the podcast, I've forgotten who I am. You were here last week. No, I wasn't. No, it wasn't. Well, you're not. Tom, Tom, Tom oh, it was really good last week, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah funny, 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 <laughs> funny. You, you, it's been so long, You've got you managed to go for a poo before you came in. I did. What? That might have been out. a long wee. Uh, yes. cast. You take your trousers <laughs> the down. Cast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, disgusting. I always take my trousers down when I go for a piss. Anyway. What? Right down, all the way down to my ankle. This is what we've missed when you've been away, Alex. <laughs> uh, no, I was in Nice last week. What are you doing there? Uh, I was just hobnobbing with the uh, games industry glitterati. Mm. Two biscuits mentioned in the same sentence. <laughs> nice and hobnob. <laughs> are they nice or are they nice? Well, are, they, are Nice biscuits from Nice? Or are they nice know. biscuits? I don't know. Well, they are nice, <laughs> but I don't know whether they're technically called nice or nice. Do you have them Maybe in the north? with a Viscount. Hey! It's <laughs> not even funny. That's a trio of biscuits. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> it's a trio of biscuit. It was. Yeah. Back yeah, in the 80s. Years ago when yeah, yeah. biscuits were simple. Did you go to any clubs? But then they're actually <laughs> 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 We've got to break away from this topic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, topic. No, that's more oh. of a chocolate bar. It's almost break- too break- in the so Yeah, breakaway is a chocolate yeah. bar. Yeah, it used to be. It was a good one as well. That was a nice one. Right, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, this week we've mainly been playing Trials Evolution, haven't we? Yeah. It's very good. Are you going to introduce who else is on the podcast? Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah. yeah. Sure, so you, usual idiots, hello. Tom Butler. Hi. And Daniel Creeper. Hello. Currently, Daniel, you are our in-office editorial <laughs> champion for Trials Evolution. Yeah, I've just been basically owning you at every single. But you're day. still not as good as our Pete big James, boss. I'm not, I'm not going to play our boss. <laughs> no. I asked him while he was um, away recently. He's been playing a lot of trials. He's been, I think, taking an Xbox with him around the world, playing trials yes, and yes. <laughs> I said, um, "If I beat you at trials, can I get a raise?" And he said, "Well, if you practice a lot on trials, you'll raise your gamer score." <laughs> uh, yeah. Fair enough. So I, I, I think that's a no. Well, it's a kind of yes and a no. But, yes. it, but if you didn't specify raise, did you? No, so that's my own fault. Error. Poor negotiation yeah, skills but there. We've, um, Stu's been playing it this week for the first time. Love it. You're Absolutely all right, actually. You're Thank pretty but. decent. I expected you to be shit. Yeah, <laughs> I expected me to be How shit. How much are Red Link's paying us for about <laughs> Trials Evolution for <laughs> this three is the weeks in a row? podcast brought to you by Trials Evolution. <laughs> it's just a good game. It's and also it's fun. It's, it's also led to some incredibly creative swearing in the <laughs> office. Yeah. Yeah. I tell you what, we, what we should do is uh, we should record this afternoon's this lunchtime session uh, and drop the audio in yeah. as a little Easter egg possibly at the end. That's a nice idea. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> something to look forward to. <laughs> something yeah. to look forward to, yeah. Uh, all right, let's do that. Can, uh, we, can we call it a Jesus egg this week instead of an Easter egg? <laughs> yeah, we were thinking because it's Easter this week. I just laid one of those before I came into the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what you said. <laughs> you were laying it. Um, we Seriously, Kezza goes away for one week. Uh, <laughs> uh, but we were th- talking before we started recording about Easter games, games you could play that were appropriate at Easter. And uh, we came up with Dizzy. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's it. There um, you go. No. Bucky uh, O'Hare. I used to like that on the arcade. I used to like it's just because it's got a rabbit in it. It's got a rabbit in it. Amazing. I like Looney Tunes games. There was a, um, there was a Bugs Bunny game for SNES. <laughs> or films. That, uh, uh, Stuart suggested Alien because it's got eggs in it. It's got eggs. It must be some uh, game with resurrection in it. Well, pretty much every game you die and then you come back to life, right? Alien, Alien resurrection. resurrection. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's Alien. It's a big Jesus analogy. Has there yeah. ever been a Jesus video game? Um, I don't know. Mel but Gibson, get on it. <laughs> Turning yeah. like water into wine as a mini game or something like that. <laughs> Feeding the 5,000 as quickly as possible. Yeah. Walking on water. <laughs> I can turn wine into water. That's nice. Anyway, should we uh, <laughs> hop on over to the news? Hop on over. That's hop on. Oh. <laughs> First up, um, oh, there, crucify me. there are reports. <laughs> shut up. There are reports that the next Xbox will need a constant internet connection. That means it will be always on. <laughs> Just always on. Yeah. I've also heard rumours that they're talking about getting rid of on-off buttons, and that's not me being like facetious. That's actually true, like because they want the, the consoles to always be on, not just connected internet, but always be on. Who's going to pay for that electricity bill? Mm. Well, it's yeah. But if you need an a, like a constant internet connection, what if you don't have the internet? <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah, like move house. It always takes a, a short while to get up and running. So uh, the rumour is that this is to combat piracy. Yep. But it could also be used to combat the used game market, I guess. Yeah. Well, anything. Just anything. Really. It terrorism. Terrorism. Yeah. <laughs> the collective power of Xbox. Well, terrorists are using Call of Duty to plan their terrorism. They are. Terrorism, they are. You, know, yeah. you do realise. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You often see them flying out of helicopters and smashing <laughs> slow motion through windows when yeah. they're executing their They're using box. Mario Kart as well. Yeah. <laughs> Full of bombs. Yeah, yeah there is that. Training. Yeah. <laughs> But is that a good thing? I think it's a bad thing. What? The always on net kind of Yes, yeah, 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 completely. Yeah. Quite handy if you've got a PlayStation 3, I suppose, isn't it? Because then you wouldn't have to sit there and wait for it to fucking that update every time you switch <laughs> it on. Yesterday. Yeah, if uh, you're a PlayStation Plus subscriber, Stuart, it will do it automatically without actually having to do it. How much, how, much does, how much does that cost? Why should, you have, have to why should you have to pay for it when they should just give it to you? For that kind of service. <laughs> fucking, your, yeah. Your <laughs> firmware needs updating. Oh, I know, I'll pay for that to happen faster. Don't be so fucking ridiculous. Yeah. There's only people who don't turn their PlayStation on very often that complain about the fact they have to update it. No, because it no, that's, that's nonsense. That is it, not nonsense. Yes, it, well, nonsense. it patently is. Well, how often do you turn your PlayStation on? <laughs> as often as I need to. This is an wow. amazing argument. But anyway, uh, the Xbox, the new Xbox, currently codenamed Durango, will also have a Blu-ray drive. Old... And uh, will come out Christmas next year. What the Blu-ray drive's old? That well, ancient so, five-year-old so technology. Well, it kind of conflicts with digital, that bit it? of info um, we talked about a couple of weeks ago, where the next Xbox could have no disk drive whatsoever; it would yep. all be digital download. Yeah, yep. I think every rumor has now been suggested, right? Mm. We we were saying this. You said um, next-gen consoles to use electricity. Yeah, yeah. I've heard that. I think next-gen consoles. I heard from a Sony employee insider information that. Um, PlayStation 4 will have a cup holder. Yeah. And it will play games. It will be larger than a And planet. it will be backwards yeah. compatible with the games that came out in the last six months only. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Durango will also apparently... I don't know where these r- r- rumours come from. Connect I 2.0 make them up. built into the device. <laughs> we'll have what? Connect 2.0. I've heard that before. Built in, yeah. yeah, but yeah. But it's the Connect yeah, that works. All, all whiffs, doesn't it? But Connect needs to be like 
better. Has to, no, it needs to, well, it needs to be better. It needs, <laughs> it needs to, to work. work. Uh, but it also needs to have that adjustment thing, the movable parts. How's that going to work? Maybe the whole console moves well, around yeah. on, on legs. But that's like saying the sensor bar is built into the Wii. It's it comes with it. It's not built into it. Am I not right in thinking the sensor bar doesn't actually do anything on the way? You could have two candles. You Don't suggest candle. the candles. People's houses have been burning down because of candles. Well, what the little electric candles? Yeah. Oh yeah, they're all right. Yeah, safe. They're candles. safe. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so a built-in one. It means that you probably won't be able to hold the connect two-way rounds or two-way. Um, two-way. You know, like have it stood up on yeah. its end or yeah. flat across. Having it built in. But we, I'm sure we've spoken about this. A lot of people don't have consoles directly under their TV either. So how's that going to work? Oh, Maybe yours are all hidden away. Like an elaborate. Issue. Yeah. Um, Mine are all hidden away in cash converters. Really? <laughs> yeah, why is Connect so long? Has anyone ever asked that question? It's massive, isn't it? It's a lot it's bigger than you think it. Yeah. If anyone knows so why Connect is so long, please uh, email why do you, IGN UK feedback. Is that to justify IGN. the price? No, I just think it's quite full of stuff. You think it's full of stuff? Yeah. Shake it. R is Rattles quote. A lot. <laughs> it doesn't rattle as much as it used look, to. Surely it's just two eye toys stuffed into a box. Yeah, that's all it is. There you go. Well, doesn't that, the new one recognise fingers? Well, that one should recognise fingers. It's just a software yeah. update. Oh. Anyway, that was our insightful news. There you go. <laughs> the next generation. I've Xbox. got some new uh, update on um, next gen consoles. Apparently, PlayStation 4 will come out before the next Xbox. Say what? A source is close to VG twenty four seven has just just revealed that Sony's in the room. <laughs> yeah. No, it's a ketchup bottle <laughs> in the kitchen. Uh, has revealed that Sony's planning to release the PlayStation four before Christmas two thousand and thirteen, which is when Microsoft are planning to launch their next console. Um, the source stated that Sony is confident of beating Microsoft to market this time around. Uh, apparently, top-line publishers already know about the console specs, uh, with the source confirming that developers working with publishers like Ubisoft, for example, already know what's going on. They're already working on it. Well, that's no surprise, is it? That like, is no surprise. Like, surely, if you're going to launch a new console, even if it's in the next three years, you're going to give your dev kit to yeah. developers yeah. as soon as you can. Well, yeah. What's quite interesting about that story is it sounds like, you know, we thought a couple of months ago that um, we were going to see the next gen of consoles at this E3. Uh, this E3, it sounds like it's going to be next E3. That yeah. They're unveiled and they come out at the end of 2013. So with PlayStation wanting to get the, like beat Microsoft to market, it sounds like what you're going to have at E3 is a weird standoff Who's going to go first? Who's going to announce the release date first? Because it sounds like Sony's strategy is to have their press conference after Microsoft. That's always been the way. Microsoft has always been first. First out the gate, but then... For press conferences. Right. Three. But they it sounds, always hold the first one. I th- and that's going to be interesting. I'd love Nintendo were the only one to hold a press conference. Because the other two were too scared to... Mm. Like, nobody like, who blinks first? Yeah. I guarantee you that the Microsoft press conference will open with Call of Duty Black Ops 2. I'm saying this it, year, this yeah. year, this yeah. year. Yeah. I'm okay. saying it right now. All right. So if Place. you're if you're wrong, what do we get? You get to see my bare naked backside. That's that's well, not that a prize. Is, is that an incentive? No, I'm going to make it not. What happen. do I get if it if I win? Okay. Here, if if you're wrong, you take us to Bodines, and if you're right, we'll buy you Bodines. Well, I'll happily take you there. I'm not buying it for all of you fuckers. Jesus. Shit. <laughs> uh, I think <laughs> that you're. That's pretty. That's pretty nailed. Tame. A tame. Well, come on, then. You, m- you make a big no, statement. I, we'll, we'll find out about Black Ops 2 before E3 anyway. No, but I'm telling you, it will be that will be the opener for Xbox, I guarantee you. Wow. You so heard, I'm not saying it's being revealed. Be, and it'll be, and it'll be presented by 
members of Al-Qaeda. What? <laughs> Phil Harrison. Who will show you how to use it. The new tr- terrorist training mode. <laughs> so that's two. Be Black Ops 2. That's two out of the three next-gen consoles covered. Do you, want, do you want to know about one? the other one? The we- well, you say next-gen. Yeah. Whoopsie. <laughs> um, games industry have been speaking reportedly to people working on Nintendo's next console, the Wii U, and they're not that impressed with it. They said it's not up to the same level as the PS3 Who or the 360. One developer. Oh, who? One sources again. Sources. One developer. God. One Ana- Ana- analyst. Analyst. <laughs> I want analyst to come out and speak about this because she's pretty good. <laughs> she knows us. Analyst. Um, the graphics are just not as powerful. Yeah, that's true. It doesn't. Uh, it's very technical details. And they said, but just overall, the Wii U can't keep up with what? Um, the Xbox and the PS3. The current gen. Yeah, not the first Xbox. No, it's behind yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> it can't even keep up with the 3DS. I think what, what what excited us about Wii U at the time though was wasn't necessarily the graphics because no. the graphics looked like just pretty much standard what graphics. You get yeah. These days, yeah. And it was the, the control interface, input, the, the interface. And yeah. that's what Randy Pitchford was talking about from Gearbox, saying that no other platform can do what the Wii U can do, and that doesn't necessarily mean horsepower or graphics or processing or anything no. like that. It's about well, innovation, innovation, which has always been Nintendo's philosophy. But it's. The, they will face the same problems uh, that they had with the Wii is that they'll develop games that utilise it brilliantly then everyone else will just take an existing IP do a shitty kind of conversion well they need to just get better with the quality control like Nintendo used to be on the SNES yeah the seal of approval yeah the seal of approval oh 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 (laughs) 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 they're like me and Mosa have him on a leash (laughs) it's like smell this game it's going to be a good one (laughs) um yeah, so, um, but that's always been, it, it's almost the opposite of Sony, where Sony just pack everything into a bit of technology, make it outrageously expensive. Yeah. Nintendo have always done interesting things with cheap technology, like if you look at the Game Gear against the Game Boy, or, well, the Wii, and the Wii kind of paid off for them quite well. Yeah. Even though we kind of slammed the Wii sometimes, it was incredibly successful. Yeah, it was very exciting as well when it came out, it was yeah. doing something completely new and different. Um, another bit of Wii U news, um... Apparently, a Japanese retailer has leaked a memo um, confirming that the Wii U will launch on Sunday, the 18th of November in the US, Mm. which is kind of similar to when um, the Wii launched in 2006. It also launched on a Sunday. There's been no news on a European release date, though, but that happened three weeks after the US release of the Wii. Right. Do they um, get day and date Japan, US? Um, Japan's a week later. US is first. Did they do that for the Wii? Yeah. Quite a nice idea, though, because it means that you can go out on the Raz on a Saturday night and then start queuing for your midnight launch and pick one up on the way home. God, that would be dangerous. <laughs> drunken, yeah, drunken drop queuing it on the way home. <laughs> Just get it stolen. Yeah. <laughs> so that's all the kind of rumours and speculation put to bed. Steve Jobs is alive. Well, kind of. Yeah, he's he's alive. If you think that Ashton Kutcher playing him as a person means he's alive, Ashton Kutcher. The bloke, Demi Moore's Who? ex-squeeze, Ashton Kutcher. Dude, where's my car? Ashton Kutcher, who's currently on Two and a Half Men. 
filling in for Charlie Sheen because Charlie Sheen's gone batshit mental as we all know. <laughs> he's not filling in, he's taking over. Yeah, it? that's kind of what I meant. Yeah. yeah. But he, I have never seen that programme. Is he playing the same character or a completely different character? Uh, a different character, I think. But I've the same kind of character. Half. I've seen a couple of episodes. It looks like Kings of Queens or something rubbish that you'd watch on midday TV. Paramount. Yeah. Just Paramount like Comedy Channel. Loop Paramount. Yeah. Comedy Channel. Anyway, Ashton Kutcher is uh, apparently going to play the late Apple co-founder and tech entrepreneur in a film called... Jobs. <laughs> Big <Brilliant>. Jobs. Yeah. <laughs> jobs. And uh, jobs. In Scotland, we jobby. We jobby. Hey, <laughs> big man. Uh, the director is um, Joshua Michael Stern. You're aware of his work, Tom? New. No. New. No, he did uh, Swing Vote and Never Was, two films that nobody bothered going to see. But this isn't the official Jobs movie. No, because... Is there an official Jobs movie? Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is, the kind of, hilariously, is being developed by Sony. <laughs> <laughs> which I, yeah. I think is quite funny. I'm make a script by Aaron Sorkin. Yeah, yeah, which uh, which sounds quite good. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. a dream project. That's that's the um, that's based on the uh, Walter Isaacson's. But you've read the biography, Walter yeah. Isaacson's book, really haven't good. you? Yeah. He's a very good biographer. So there you go. Let us know what you think of that. Or I don't. actually don't think that's a bad bit of casting because he does look. Yeah, if you look if at you the look pictures at of Jobs, jobs when he's yeah. young. And also, um, I found this out the other day that Ashton Kutcher is a bit of a tech entrepreneur himself. He was a big investor in Flipboard. For the iPad. Mm-hmm. And quite a lot of other di- different apps for the iPad. So, you know. Yeah. He's basically Steve Jobs. Kind of. Kind of. Yeah. Although much more six-packy. Yeah. Uh, there's good news for game because their future has been secured. Hooray! Uh, after much toing and froing, they have finally been bought out by OpCapita, which is the parent company uh, behind Comet. Uh, so, currently, 330 <laughs> stores have been saved, 3,000 jobs. Hurrah! Rhubarb, rhubarb. Apart from the poor people who've already been made redundant. And the well, apparently they might be looking to rehire some of the people that have been let go. Right. Uh, as they uh, as they restructure their business. They're going to expand again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're going to have four shops in every um, city centre because yeah. we didn't think we were catching everyone. I went into... <laughs> we only had six in Portsmouth. <laughs> another two at least. <laughs> Can we have a concession inside a bus? <laughs> <laughs> I went into my local game in Lincoln when I was ho- at home at the weekend and it was a very sad state of affairs. Mm. There was hardly anything in there on the shelves. Um, it just looked a bit desperate. So uh, I don't know how soon it's going to take to get them restocked. Well, you, you would hope that, you know, now that they've got cash behind them that the, their credit rating would skyrocket and therefore they can start buying stuff in mm. do you um, think we'll get the game of all like do you think it'll just feel like game or do you think it'll be different do you think they'll stock different titles I hope they get rid of that rebrand. smell that's in most of the games because that, that's the clientele yeah I know that yeah <laughs> I think they'd... well they've managed to get rid of that then because nobody goes in there anymore they Ooh. should rebrand definitely Ouch. that'd be good yeah. I don't like yeah but the like old the CEO uh, of game is is back as well so I think that's good mm. news because is that he was also the head of Game Station, right? He was, yes. Yeah. Okay. Mm. So, I just hope it doesn't go the way of Zavi when Zavi. Well, actually, that was a management buyout, wasn't it, with Zavi, where they tried to make it work and failed miserably. It lives on online. You say lives? I think uh, limps on. Has online. anyone ever bought anything from Zavi? I know somebody online? bought something from Zavi and it got dispatched a week and a half later when it was in stock. Right. Yeah, because I had to go down to Game and buy it. Yeah. <laughs> Not uh, Mass Effect Three, though. Anyway, I think that's fantastic news for Game, and I'm yeah. very pleased for well, both uh, the big chaps at Game and also everyone that works in store. Well done. And the people in head office as well. Congratulations yeah. for mm. keeping your jobs. You were on the BBC talking about it again, weren't oh, you, Alex? Good yeah. God, yeah. For about 30 <laughs> seconds. God damn them. I was in that little pokey room for ages. And then it was cut to me. Here we go. My moment of glory. And it was cut off by 
Simon Weston talking about the Falklands. Is that the same? Oh, Simon Weston, he's Shh. always banging on about the Falklands. Is yeah, that the same it, room that it overlooks the Thames? That uh, they always put people in. Well, it, it's not. It's a, it's a cloakroom. <laughs> I know, with I know. With a green screen, but yeah. I don't know. <laughs> there may have been a massive cock behind me. I have no idea because I couldn't see it. Is it no, the old broom cupboard that used to hey. use on TV? <laughs> Did you pretend there was a delay? I should have done. Yeah. Hello, I'm I here. I should have like, played up. Uh, my, my, uh, <laughs> next time, next time. Anyway, trailer of the week. Who wants to talk about trailer of the week? What is it, Daniel? Trailer of the week is Ted. Mm? Ted is a film starring Mark Wahlberg and a foul-mouthed, I think Chris Tilly described as hard-shagging teddy bear. That's no way to talk about Mila Kunis. (laughs) Bazinga. Right. (laughs) What does that mean? Doesn't he play for Chelsea? (laughs) (laughs) He used to be able to do a good job on the wing, but his (laughs) legs have gone. Uh, so Chris has seen some footage of this at South by Southwest. He did. Uh, he said it was really, really good. So, uh, well, let's check out the trailer. I'm John. I'm Laurie. All right, come on, let's sing the thunder song. All right. When, when you, you hear, hear the sound of thunder, thunder, don't you get too scared. Just grab your thunder buddy and say these magic words. Fuck you, thunder. You can suck my dick. You can't get me thunder because you're just God's fight. Wait, was it any one of those names with a Lynn after it? Yes. Okay. Brady Lynn, Heather Lynn, Jamie Lynn. Fuck! How you like me now? I'm not really sure what that is. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> it's different, isn't it? <laughs> is it different? Is it just Seth MacFarlane doing the thing that he always does, but this time it's a movie instead of it being a cartoon? I've never seen an episode of Family Guy. I also uh, think Family Guy's overrated as well, so shoot me. But that looks all right, I think. But I just don't know about Mark Wahlberg in comedies. No. Do you not think he's quite funny in The Departed? I know that's not a comedy. Do you not think he can be funny? Yeah, but that's not... He's not funny because he's doing the jokes. He's funny because he's just fucking bonkers in it. Yeah. Like, when I saw The Other other Guys, is one of the only films I've walked out of the cinema because it was that bad. I think that movie, it looks like he's supposed to be the nice guy as well. I don't think he he can play the nice guy. I think he comes across as a bit of a dick. But in a good way, like, he can play dicks in movies. It kind of reminds me of the Gordon the Gopher TV show. Do you remember where Philip Schofield used well, to live with Gordon the Gopher? Or Bodger and Badger. <laughs> and he used oh to, people used to come around and Gordon the Gopher was Maybe there. Maybe that's what it's no. riffing off. Yeah. yeah. Gordon the Gopher. Yeah. Did Gordon I'd the Gopher smoke a bong? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was hard Gordon, if, yeah. You, if, you could, if you could understand what Gordon was saying, he was just like asking for anal sex all the time. <laughs> and biscuits. <laughs> and biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> Always had the munchies. <laughs> Okay, well, we're reserving judgment on that, aren't we, I think? I think I'll see it, though. It looks quite funny. Yeah, yeah. I think it'll have its I moments. didn't like the Thunder song, but I didn't think that was very that funny. That was funny at no. all. Uh, Especially the, the God's Fart. The White so. Trust stuff was good. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there you go. Ted. That is Ted. What's this week's Talking Boy? This uh, Talking Boy? Talking Boy. <laughs> Daniel Cooper <laughs> is this week's Talking Boy. Hello, <laughs> I'm a boy and I'm going to talk. Um, a little bit controversial this week. Um, this is a story that ran in The Guardian and... Um, teachers in the UK at a educators conference have called for legislation to stop little children pretending to be video game characters. They think basically it's a, it's a very familiar argument that video games have a negative influence on children and teachers are observing kids in playgrounds 
enacting violent scenes from video games. Blame the parents. Yeah. All right, moving Move on. on. <laughs> Read a refuse. Um, so they're going to be able to arrest children yeah. that pretend to be Mario. Yeah, because they keep headbutting brick walls <laughs> in, in search of mushrooms. Uh, I need the mushrooms, man. Um, one teacher of small children, the story says. I <laughs> uh, <laughs> only teach small children. Said her students throw themselves out of the window of the play car in slow motion, play acting the motion of blood spurting from their bodies. <laughs> what what game is that? that? Movies. That, that could, could be, be anything. anything. I just like you might. I, They've that also pointed the finger at kids coming to school tired because they've been up playing video, video games, games late as well. Again, like, blame the parents. Take some responsibility all, for your own children. Um, Alison Sherratt, a teacher at a primary school in West Yorkshire, added, We all expect to see rough and tumble, but I have seen little ones acting out quite graphic scenes in the playground, and there's a, li- a lot more hitting, hurting, and thumping in our classroom for no particular reason. Well, they should sack her then. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, oh. but if you're letting children under the age of 11 play violent video games, then that's not the kids' fault, and that's not the game's fault. No. That's the parents' not fault. These games would you, let, would you let them watch hardcore porn at the age of 11, for God's <laughs> sake? Maybe that's what the graphic scene. Well, I know you would. <laughs> Free for all. No, but it's, that's all you've got in your iPad, isn't I, it? What, hardcore porn? <laughs> yeah, I was a bit worried when we played Trailer of the Week. Yeah. <laughs> it might have been the wrong Trailer of the Week. Um, I just think this is weird because... As a kid at school, I used to play. Used to play war games. Used to play cowboys and Indians. Yeah. Shooting. You you pretend to have like a machine gun and run around and throw a grenade. We did exactly the same thing. I was only way of course before it was trebuchets back in my day. Trebuchets. <laughs> trebuchets. <laughs> <laughs> but I think boiling probably, oil. You probably didn't strive for headshots back in when you were a kid. Yeah, because I didn't have the skills then. No. <laughs> <laughs> now days, now kids are running. Around, I'm leveling up. Yeah, I mean, you can't. I just will always pretend to do stupid things like that because yeah. they—they're not immune to everything that happens. Look at adverts, like adverts on TV. Like you have people crashing cars, and yeah. it's not just video games. It's just ridiculous it to suggest that's—that's that's what they're—that's what they're going to It's just a lazy by. correlation to draw. Like mm. it really is, and also these are recurrent arguments that we face time and time again. But one of the things that really annoys me is the people who kind of speak out against video games. How don't even play video games. It's no. sensational. They don't even know yeah. what. They, imagine They're trying to ban educated. a. Imagine trying to ban a book if you've never read a book. You'd look like a moron. But if it's video games, it's fine. It's mm. like that scene in Father Ted when they go and protest against the the film, that and then they go watch it as well. Yeah. And they're like, "That's pretty good, actually." I know. Down with this sort of thing. It's just ridiculous. I th- yeah. I th- do you know? To my mind, the, the, a, a bigger uh, blight on society are the fucking soap operas on TV with all their misery and death and. Yeah, every every you know five days murder, a week that shit murder, is pumped rape, into your house. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you're telling me, and that's on at like half seven in the evening. You're telling me kids aren't affected by EastEnders and stuff like well, that. EastEnders is definitely or the, news. the worst. Yeah, even the news. Even yeah. the news. Yeah. So I remember you saying like um, a couple of months ago, um, you were watching the news with your daughter, and yeah. something very graphic came on without uh, any notice. Yeah, I, uh, maybe I think, like the uprisings in North um, yeah. Africa. It was. I think there was a, a warehouse full of burned corpses, and it was just like, oh, it's okay to show that, is it? Right. Yeah. Amazing. Front pages of newspapers showing Colonel Gaddafi is like dead. Body. Yeah. That's that's in a shop where children go. Yeah. Outside. Yeah. (laughs) At their their height. Yeah. But um, do you think this is, do you think it's different with video games? Do you think a lot of parents just think it's a video game and even if it has like an 18 certificate on it, they still perceive it as the video games that they grew up with or see video games as primarily a kid's thing so they think it's fine to buy 
Yeah, so it's lazy parenting that don't give a shit about things like certificates on either films or video games. They just want to keep their kids quiet because yeah. they're crap. Uh, yeah, and kids are, well, are susceptible to peer pressure. If, you, if when I was at school, if you hadn't seen RoboCop, it was just yeah, like, yeah, what yeah. the hell? You haven't seen RoboCop? Shit like, life, yeah. I need RoboCop. Please get it for me. It's an uh, 18. This, yeah, there's RoboCop. RoboCop. Like, RoboCop. 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 Yeah. I did the same thing when my dad I pressurized him and, like, he, he, to watch um, Nightmare on Elm Street. Because my cousin had seen it. My cousin was five years older than me, though. Yeah. And I felt really left out that I hadn't seen it. Yeah. But also, tastes change, and what is acceptable to people change as as well. Croops, you'll probably know this. What was the first film in this country to be given an X certificate? Ooh. I'm not sure, actually. Do you know what it was? Mm. It was a film about the bacteria that forms on cheese. Seriously, it was a film shot through a microscope of bacteria forming on cheese and it was thought to be so ghastly and that people would be so horrified <laughs> that they slapped an X certificate wow. on it. Wow. That sounds pretty interesting. horrendous. Sounds like better than Twilight, though. <laughs> yeah. The thing I always think about with these arguments, though, if you were a parent and say you let your child read all the great works of literature, and then they like you took them to see Shakespeare at Stratford upon Avon, mm. and they saw King Lear and Hamlet over a summer, and then the next day in the playground they tried to rape their mother and pluck out the eyes of their uncle, and they were gouging each other or they were cannibalizing each other. You wouldn't. You still think it was a credible thing to take your kids to see Shakespeare, wouldn't you? Yeah. But is that is that a silly analogy to draw? No, not at all. Not at all. Yeah, it's just lazy. It's it's just yeah. This these teachers obviously don't know any better. They they should be advising parents, not video. Coming games. from someone that lives that 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 you know whose partner is a teacher, I think most teachers are aware. The good teachers are aware that it is down to the parents. It is bad parenting because yeah, now course, well yeah. nowadays. Teachers are expected to behave like parents. They're expected to be the ones that have to show kids right and wrong. Well, that's no good because, you know, it's up to the parents to show kids what is right and what is wrong. And it just doesn't happen. People are lazy and they're working long hours and there's, you know, the family units are breaking down and all this and yada, yada, yada. So to focus it on just games is ridiculous. And they don't even mention any of the benefits of video games. Hand-eye coordination. um, Decision-making. Yeah. um, Team-playing. Social really skills, decision making, yeah. creativity. Skip through all that. My yeah. attention span is really small because I can't stand. You know, skip through all the chat bollocks. <laughs> Massive addiction to loot cycles. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, ooh. and I steal cars all the time. Being able to polish out a scratch <laughs> on a disc with toothpaste. <laughs> Never what? done that. What? No. If you scratch a disc. Yeah. Why toothpaste? Because it's ever so slightly. It's got tiny, abrasive. tiny, uh, yeah, abrasive. So you can polish out a disc, scratch. Because wow. it's just the plastic covering that gets That's scratched, it. isn't it? That's the right. data's still intact yeah. underneath. Top there's tips a, by Stuart Reid. Uh, on on IGN uh, UK Facebook, I posted, posted the story this morning, and there's a huge debate going on there. And the general gist of it is summed up very well by Nick Adams, who says, moral of the story, very young kids aren't affected by video games. Very young kids are affected by shit parents. Yeah. Well good. said, well Nick said. Adams. Uh, if you want to join in the conversation, go to IGN UK, face, uh, IGN UK Facebook. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Facebook, IGN UK. Whatever, whatever he said. Yeah. Um, with that done and dusted, let's look at the charts. That's solved. We solved that one. We yeah, have solved. Fixed. Let's move on. Fixed. Yeah. Gone. 
Movies um, up first? Uh, yeah, let's talk about the movies. Last week, uh, where the big film out was Wrath of the Titans, or are we saying Wrath of the Titans? Titans will wrath. Titans will wrath. That came out right. number one, so that Wrath of the didn't manage to topple the Hunger Games, which stayed number one, so that Wrath of the Titans came in at number two. Uh, Pirates are still doing well. Uh, 21 Jump Street still doing really well, still making a packet. Um, Street Dance 2 came out, and that came in at number oh. five. Did it? Yep. Yeah. Street Dance 2 was the biggest <laughs> British <laughs> film of the year it came out. Street Dance 1 was. Oh it was amazing. God. Yeah, it was a phenomenon. Who goes and phenomenon. sees that tripe? Do, do, do you do, do, want do. to hear about a film that did really badly, Alex? <laughs> oh, go on then. A film <laughs> called Corpo <laughs> Celeste came out um, on two sites and it made 493 quid. Uh, and that was including £403 they took for previews. So it took wow. 90 quid on its opening weekend. <laughs> oh, my God. That's going to be up there with one of the worst ones. What was that? In two cinemas as well. <laughs> so 45 quid each. For a man who didn't want to hear about a failing movie, he really enjoyed that What was that one, one that took 60 quid? That, that quite had somebody quite famous Mother, in it. With yeah. Uma Thurman in it, That's yeah. A, um, uh, yeah but uh, looking to hit the... Um, <laughs> Hit, hitting the cinemas this week that you might want to uh, exchange your money for a ticket for is Mirror Mirror, the uh, Snow White film. Army Hammer. Uh, yeah. With Army Hammer in it. Uh, directed by Tarsem, who made Who's Immortals. Who's Army Hammer? Army Hammer. He played the, played the Winklevi. Oh, right. In yeah. Social it's Network. A it's a make of toothpaste, isn't it? It's called Ar- <laughs> Army yeah. Hammer. Arm and Hammer. Yeah. <laughs> He's, he, apparently, the film is really good. It's a good grown-up uh, kids movie, so uh, worth checking that one out. Titanic 3D is also out, which is a film about boat sinking. Spoilers. And Daniel Kilby's favourite film ever. Daniel Kil- is it? Uh, it was really up he there. He took a chick, didn't he? And uh, he was going on about the bloody song that Celine Dion sang he downloaded it listed it five times on the trot um, then proclaimed on Facebook it's the best song ever written. he's insane isn't he he's actually yes. clinically insane he's gone bonkers yeah, yeah. yeah. he's at a modelling shoot today <laughs> with a little he's dog not, he's not even <laughs> 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 a little dog with a tartan sort of cagoule um, also out is Cold Light of Day wow. which is Henry Cavill doing an action thing before Superman comes out next year do you know if that's any good? Well, no, yeah. because loads of posters for it, the distributors won't let us see wow. it. So, uh, yeah, we don't know if it's any that's good. That's normally a bad sign. I probably yeah, wouldn't yeah. see it. It's, just, it's actually the distributors. but um, And then finally, film of the week, I would say, is Headhunters, which is a Norwegian film based on the book by Joe Nesbo, uh, which I saw a few weeks ago. And it is brilliant. If you're into thrillers and you like a bit of dark black comedy, then go see it. It's also got Jamie Lannister from Game of Thrones in it. Ooh, so, cool. Yeah, and he plays a villain. Mm. Who I didn't realise, he's fully foreign. He's like Dutch. Mm. He's, he's like fully, fully foreign. Well, he's not like he's gone full, full foreign. Well, he's like in in Game of Thrones, <laughs> and he put he puts on an English accent, which sometimes yeah. works, sometimes we doesn't. We didn't. We haven't discussed the first episode of uh, the new season of Game of Thrones. I don't want to sp- That's because I haven't watched oh, okay. it. But yeah, it's Have brilliant. You? It's really good. It's really good. Yeah. It's got a really good ending on it. I can't I, wait for the rest of the series. I can't well, that's see. I'm I'm going to basically save a few and then watch it all in one go. Yeah, yeah, okay. but yeah, I've got it. I'm ready to go. Yeah. I've just started reading the last book as well, so uh, I'm back in Game of Thrones mode. Cool. So, uh, you love Game of Thrones. I do love it and uh, there's you a chance really... I might get to speak to George R. R. Martin as oh, well. Nice. So uh, yeah, that's very, very exciting. Oh, but the telly um, at the moment, Mad Men's back, of course, rubbish though. <laughs> You're really it's not rubbish. liking Mad Men. Yeah. It's gone bad. That's yeah. what a lot yeah. of people are yeah. saying. Bad. Games Any charts. Way. Games charts. Can you guess what's at number one? Is it a football game? It's a football mm-hmm. game. Mm. It's that FIFA again. FIFA Street at number one. Oh, FIFA Street is number one. Yeah, yeah. FIFA Street at number one. FIFA 12 at number five. Right. Down one place. Um, Mass Effect, number two. Tiger Woods, number three. Resident Evil, 
at number four, Operation Raccoon City. So again, EA have got yeah, four yeah. games in the top Absolutely five. Absolutely bossing, just, it, aren't they? Well, yeah, they just. Yeah. It just makes me think about November last year when we were there was a new amazing new game out every single week and it was just yeah. jam packed and just like things like Batman kind of like just we just got it out of the way and forgotten about it. If it, Batman came yeah. out now, it, we would yeah, be going. Really, it would mental. be at the top yeah. of the chart for weeks. Yeah. Right. Well, so I'm amazed that like Mass Effect. Wait, where is that? Two or two? Oh, that's where up from three. Right. Okay. It was three last week. Um. So what else have we got? We've got um new entries. Silent Hill. Where do you think that came? Silent Hill downpour, that is. 21. 14. 15. 16. Mm. Oh. Um, other new entries. Um, Ridge Racer. 27. Where, where do you think Ridge Racer unbounded? 21. Oh, dear. 21. Ooh. Did you I know that? that? You knew that, right. you bastard. Isn't it supposed and to be all right, though, Ridge Racer unbounded? It's supposed to be quite good. Yeah, yeah, it's a pretty good right, arcade yeah. racer, but I think just a lot of people weren't looking for a new kind of arcade racer. I, to be honest, I haven't heard that much about it. No. Uh, no, like I even working here, I, I knew that it was no. coming out because I saw it ages ago, but I haven't seen any more of I it. More about the Vita one, really. yeah, and that was a real stinker. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Anyway, what's out this week, Alex? Out this week is the Devil May Cry HD collection. Another HD collection. Don't need. Uh, <laughs> also, um, Star Wars Connect, which is amazing. Is it no, really? Bullshit, no. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Can't that be our new like IGM review? Need, don't, don't need. need. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, I haven't actually played it, but didn't you guys play it? Well, Tom and I put it on the other day out of sort of morbid curiosity. <laughs> we put it on. I invited Tom in to play two-player split-screen pod racing. I didn't feel like I was controlling it. At well, after all. I was turning a little. After about bit. five minutes of trying to get Connect to recognise both of us, brilliant. Yeah. Then we played it and. Um, we played the uh, Moss Eisley yeah, Tatooine, Tatooine level. level so. And after two minutes, the race probably lasted about six minutes. After two minutes, my arms really You have to hold your arms out. Hold your arms out in front of you. So if you want to turn left, <laughs> That's you, pull quite your, you, you pull your left arm towards yourself. Oh, my God. And then to boost, you press both arms forward, like push them forward. But after a couple of minutes of doing really? that, your arms really No, hurt. no shit. It did. Like, like, we were both like, in really the end, hurts. just like, oh. God, <laughs> <laughs> I know we're a little video game nerd, yeah. but still, your spindly hurts. little arms. Like Kilby would be fine for fucking hours there racing that pod. Girls, this is charmed. pod racing, and that actually was pod racing. It was unlike well, when he says it in the film. Yeah, when he's flying a plane, idiot. Um, and we also played into <laughs> um, Galactic Dance Off. We put it on. We we're going to play two-player dance off. And I just out of the blue picked a song called "I'm Han Solo," <sighs> which has suddenly become like this big sort of thing on the internet for yeah. This is awful, and it's, it's Han Solo Jason dancing. Derulo. I'm riding solo with new lyrics, lyrics. For, to say <laughs> I am. I'm Han, Han Solo, it, and he has a dance like, off with Lando Calrissian. That is amazing. And the, the, the lyrics are like, "I'm in my Falcon Wookiee at my side." Oh my it's god, just, and, that is amazing. Yeah, and Han put busts out some amazing, <laughs> amazing moves. moves, and all the moves are themed as well, like Blaster. <laughs> that is so sweet. <laughs> I think I've got to see you it. Have to, got, all right, let's play like, it. Screw trials. Let's play this. All right. Then. No, we're not. <laughs> Be- Bex has got to review it, so we should um, put it on. Wow, here. that is. I know it's going to be shit, but at the same time, it just sounds it's amazing. Just, I can't believe that that. Exists. It's just a bunch yeah. of mini games for for kids, so don't With get excited. With a painful menu system. Yeah. Painful to select. I quite like to do the rancor system. level where you go around smashing everything up, but apparently the controls. Maybe we should just leave that on for stew so we can vent. <laughs> yeah. So what should people get this week? Ooh. Nothing. <laughs> Save their money. 
Trials is out soon. Yeah, save for that. (laughs) (laughs) Brought to you by Trials Evolution. (laughs) Listener Uh, FU then. Listener FU. Email from Thomas McLean, who heard on the podcast that we didn't have any feedback from France. (laughs) So he thought he'd write in because he lives in Toulouse. Okay. He's got a posh house. He's got two loos. (laughs) Brilliant. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, They're both inside. uh, And they're both inside. Exactly, yeah. Anyway, uh, he's just started playing the first Half-Life, uh, Half-Life again, which is awesome. What are some of your favourite games which have aged well? Uh, can we just say bonjour, mon petit ami? Comment allez-vous? Où est la bibliothèque? J'habite Londres. D'accord. Où habites-tu? Oh, c'est un Brilliant. So now we've offended him. Quand j'étais petit. Ah, c'est deux heures. Écoutez, et répétez. It is 12 hours. My name is 12 hours. Un jambon. A fromage baguette. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> Someone's been on a post-trip to France. Anyway. Uh, so, favourite games that have aged well. Well, I don't really go back and play games. I play them once and then Come adrift. Because the problem is, if you go back, they're not how you remember them. No. So, with Ocarina of Time, if you go back to the N64 and play that, it doesn't look great. It's, it's, a, it, you know, it's still a great game. You have a lot mm. of affection. We talked about this when it came out on 3DS. But on the 3DS, it looks how you remember it. Yeah. Not how it actually Could, looks, uh, which is pretty awful. It'd be said that eight-bit games stand up better because they yeah, are. Yeah, that pixel art. Yeah, that pixel timeless. art. Yeah. yeah, yeah, because it's it's not a three. Because I can pick up Mario on like the Game Boy Mario yeah. and play that through that all the way through and just fully enjoy it for what it is. Yeah, stuff like on the a lot of the SNES games hold up pretty well. Yeah. Like the like we said, the Nintendo Seal of yeah. games, like the Metroid games, hold up well. Castlevania games Super hold Mario up well. World. Super Mario World. Super Mario World. Yoshi's Island. Mm-hmm. Link to the past. But if you go back like, and play Gold Knight, it's nowhere near as good as you remember it, is no. it? Because it was that kind of 3D environment kind of still in its infancy, so it was pretty crude. But at the time, it was mind-blowing. Yeah. Um, I've been playing a lot of um, GTA 3 on iPad, and I'm really about halfway through the second island now. And for the most part, it's all right. The controls work, but there are bits where they just haven't optimised it for iPad, and... There's a bit where you've got to throw a grenade in through a window, and I swear I went through about 70 grenades. <laughs> it's like, fucking hell. It was painful. Because, like, you, that you was touch seven the screen, to and he turns, like, 90 degrees, and you just want to move, like, a little bit, and you can't do it. And, oh, God, anyway, I did it. Well done. Congratulations. But it was Sen- painful. Sense of accomplishment. Um, the next bit of feedback is from Bruno Carrillo. Carrillo? I don't know how to pronounce your name, Bruno. Sorry about that. He doesn't have a question, but we said on the podcast a few weeks ago that we didn't have any listeners in South America. Hey. And, he, and he has been listening to the podcast for at least a year, and he's from Sao Paulo in Brazil. Well, Buenas dente. I don't know any Brazilian. Buenas Buenas dente. Portuguese. We should go Max and do Payne. some location Max Payne shooting at his house. He might. Let's do some bullet time. What? We could get kidnapped. What else did he say? Ooh. He didn't say that. He said that, um, he just really likes the podcast. What's his name? Oh, he's got Bruno. Hi, Bruno. Hello, Bruno. Can we come stay with you? Bruno Bullet time. Mm. In Brazil. Uh, Keenan Barker's written in. Been lo- I was lucky enough to work at Game in Glasgow as a Christmas temp and was with a proper cool game-loving bunch. I just want to give a shout-out to all the guys that work there, which is nice. Brat, brat. Yeah. On another note, I'm Turkish and pretty short at five foot six, so I might pull off being a Turkish slave boy if that's what it takes to get <laughs> Jonathan Ross in. Yes. Cool. Yes. Come down. Come down. We can do this. We can do this. Oh, hang on. I might pull off a Turkish slave boy. That's not right, is it? <laughs> <laughs> is that what Jonathan wants? <laughs> I don't know. I don't have any feedback, do I? Is that it? Oh. 
Oh, I've brutal. got some feedback via Facebook because I okay. put a shout out yesterday because we're, we're recording this a bit earlier in the week. So um, let's see what we've got. Because it's Easter. Alid John has written, where's Bex? I don't want to start commenting on the podcast stories again. Bex is here, but she's very, very busy. Yeah, um, busy. She, she runs the place. Yeah, yeah pretty she, much. She's our MD. She, um, yeah, she'd love to be here. Uh, especially to speak to you, Alan, but uh, she can't make it this week. We said no. I think she said, I've got too much freaking work. Stephen mm. James Daniel Lafford says, would you ever come to Ireland for a meet and greet? Chill out in a pub, question mark, exclamation mark. Love the podcast, Fuck guys. Yeah. It's all I use my iPod for. Maybe put some music on there yeah. as well. That's what it's built for. I was going to say, <laughs> you're really not I using I would your love iPod to come to Ireland for a meet and greet. Brilliant. Whereabouts yeah. in Ireland is he? It doesn't say. Mm. We might have to get a bit more information. Quite choosy about where I go, actually. <laughs> Um, and then one more bit from Facebook. Thomas Mulholland says, if you could pr- protect one movie from ever being remade, remastered, or having sequels to it, what would it be? Blade Runner. Well, it's a bit one later One movie that. that you cannot touch. Yeah. So it, so it can't have any sequels already. Yeah. Or I guess having more sequels. Right. Back to the Future, I think, should be sacred. Um... Oh, one. blimey. Jaws. They ever try and remake Jaws? Yeah. Oh, that'll be E.T. Don't remake mm. E.T. Yeah. Any more, any more Michael Caine films? Yeah. Because <laughs> they've inherently been shit, all the remakes. I would say Batman, but we know that's not going to happen. Never not going to happen. Mm. Um, so, yeah. Gone that. with the Wind. Probably best not to touch that. The remake. Oh, they could yeah. do that. I've never seen the original, so they could. It's, it's well worth. It's it. really good, Tom. It's a, it's a it's a marathon. You think, oh god, this is going to be a feat of endurance. But sit down and watch it. It's just really good it's, and compelling. Yeah. It's yeah. You're I never going to do it here. No, I'm never going to do it. <laughs> I did watch Lawrence of Arabia though, which is about six hours long. Brilliant. brilliant. That, that was that's really Tom's good. standard response when he can't be asked. Yeah. Life's too short. Yeah. Life is too Life, short. Life's too short. Um. Yeah, there was something else I wanted to mention as well, but I cannot remember. Oh, they announced Dumb and Dumber 2 is being shot in September. Am I the only person that's more excited about this than Anchorman 2? Yes. Oh, more, I love Dumb and Dumber. You don't like Dumb and Dumber, well, do you? I don't mind it. I prefer Anchorman. Dumb and Dumber, t- Dumb and Dumber is one of the greatest comedies of either, all time, yeah. in my opinion. Just go, opinion. man. Just go. <laughs> foot long. Who got the foot long? Anyway. Shut. What if they shot you in the head? <laughs> I've got some feedback from um, iTunes. Go on. Jazza Jenkinson says... Their opinions are biased to IGN and the games publishers. Well presented, but you can't trust them in anything. True. <laughs> We're biased towards IGN. <laughs> We're for IGN. Yeah. That's a bit weird, that one. They get paid by IGN. Yeah, don't read IGN. <laughs> read some other website. Well, you're, a, you're a gamer. But I'm, yeah, I'm not really sure what he means by that. But thanks for the feedback, um, Jazza. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Aaron King says, I don't feel that you guys talk about video games as much as you used to before. Before what? I don't know. Before we, we were invented video right, games okay. less. Sorry. Oh. Are we not as good as we used to be then? I don't know. That's a, consensus. That's a shame. Come on, guys. Give us some nice ratings on iTunes. It makes me happy. Anyway, someone someone tried to give us six stars by iTunes. But it's, it's gone downhill since <laughs> Stu got his Japanese girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> what is she doing in here, Stu? Get her out. Hang on, I've got to speak to her to see if she'll allow me to let her this out. This is not podcast number nine. <laughs> number nine. Number nine. Yeah, Alex is just... Whew. Yeah. I have yeah, no idea head. what you're it's talking about. It's ever about. since we started using Dobbly. <laughs> Right, <laughs> right. Can I just plug one thing? 
Yes. Uh, uh, Grillstock. <laughs> <laughs> Grillstock. What, what is Grillstock? Is, is it Britain's leading barbecue it's festival? Britain's leading barbecue festival. Bleeding barbecue Bleeding. Yeah, we're huge fans of barbecue food, so I think we're all going to go and yeah. eat ribs. It's in Bristol, and it's on the week last weekend of June, first weekend of July, and we're going to be there. On mass. On mass. Bex is well, coming, and she's a vegetarian. And <laughs> we'd love for you to come along as well and hang out with us. We're not being paid by Grillstock to advertise it. We're just going. Are you going to do a podcast? We're doing there? a meet and greet. Oh, I see Brilliant. what you've done yes. there. That is... Yeah, we might record some podcast stuff there. You never know. Cobcast. Yeah. Cobcast. <laughs> doesn't even worry, really, no. does it? Rib the ribcast. It's better. Yeah. Okay. So that's, that's it. Why, that's why you're the boss. <laughs> it's called Grillstock, and we're going to be there. Come join us. Out. Sounds good. Don't, don't camp with us, though. Just, just we're we're staying at Will's house. Did you not know Wicked. At the moment, in the garden. Yeah. Willstock. We're having grill stock. He says, he, again, another trials reference, but he's going to rig up his projector and screen in his back garden so we can play Trials Evolution. His neighbour's going to love that. Patio. And what's that film with uh, the French film where they eat human flesh? Uh, Delicatessen. And Butcher Boy. And Butcher Boy. And Midnight Meat <laughs> Wagon. Is it Midnight Meat Wagon? <laughs> Midnight Meat Train. <laughs> meat Train. Yeah. Wagon. Yeah. Okay. okay. Anyway. Steve's <laughs> <laughs> doing the classic wind it up signal. Uh, that is it for this week's podcast. Uh, we hope you spoke about games enough. Uh, if not... Game, 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 Trials Evolution. Yeah. Trials Evolution. It's always there a few. <laughs> Goodbye. Also, Max Payne's coming out soon. That is it. And uh, yeah, we will see you same time next week. Bye. Bye. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.